This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash make your bed. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself, because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and to then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high-quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're digging into the last three principles of permaculture that we haven't discussed yet. We left off talking about the importance of using small and slow solutions. Good shit takes time. We must be patient when we're working towards goals or dreams. But as they say, slow and steady wins the race. So you can't stand still and expect things to just knock on your door. If your dream is to grow more food, but you don't have space for a garden, look up ways to make a tiny apartment garden work and let it grow from there. The lessons that you're going to gain from getting windowsill basil or cilantro is going to trickle into the lessons that you need for a larger, more lucrative garden in the future. A lot of the most valuable lessons we'll learn are in the in-between times. The things that felt unimportant and small were actually building up our stamina, our resilience, our understanding, our wisdom, our lessons so that we could better show up for when the bigger, more exciting, more demanding processes show up. Moving on to the 10th principle in permaculture, which is using and valuing diversity. The world is multidimensional and incredibly vast. It is nuanced and huge. There's so much out there, but so many of us get stuck in this individualist survival mode sense of hyper-focus on our own experiences. And just like our eyes need time to adjust to a sudden light change, I think it takes time for our brains to adjust to a change in perspective. This is why I'm constantly saying things like zoom out a little or zoom in a little. 
what's going on in your head, and then what's going on in the world. As the permaculture principles remind us, it's all about integration. How are those different perspectives interacting and depending on each other? How does the status of my work environment impact my inner world? How does my inner world reflect how I perceive the outer world? And how does that external world impact my internal one? They're all connected. So observing those interactions and recognizing where we can change certain pieces of it from a place of connection and connectivity means we can become more aware of the multidimensional space that we're all residing in at all times. Because it's not just about our internal world or the external world. It's about both. It's not just about you. It's not just about me. It's about us. But what's beautiful about the multidimensional aspect of this world is that there's always room to expand our perspective. No matter how expansive your worldview, there's probably something you're not seeing. And I think that's pretty special. And the more comfortable we get with observing and interacting and connecting with the world in different, more expansive and diverse ways, the more connected to our environment we become and the more impactful we become on it. Plus, it makes us more creative with our problem solving And it makes us more inclusive because naturally we're integrating a more broad worldview, which will help us gain perspective of the potential impact that our decisions have. And that leads us to the 11th principle in permaculture, which is to use edges and value the marginal. Oftentimes the border between things is where the most interesting events take place, but it's often an overlooked part of a system. Yet it's where the most valuable, diverse, and productive elements typically reside. And this is where that change in perspective comes in. Maybe you're somebody who lives too much in your head, and it's time to get out into the world, into the community, so you can recognize how much better the world is when you connect those two things. Or maybe you're somebody who likes to avoid sitting alone with your thoughts, and you're constantly distracting yourself by solving other people's problems. It might be time to practice stillness. Practice sitting and embracing the calm. Oftentimes the answers to the problems we were avoiding live within that silence and that calmness. But for a lot of us, a change in perspective won't be so obvious. But I've never found it unhelpful to ask what areas within your life you might be neglecting, or that might benefit from a little bit more attention, or at least some intentional focus. Maybe this means creating a workspace at home. Maybe it means dedicating a specific space for a project. Maybe this means becoming an advocate and really assessing where you can help in your neighborhood. Maybe this means getting a therapist or starting a journal or meditation regimen. In general, this principle encourages us to recognize and utilize our edges, whether in a physical sense or a metaphorical sense. The boundary between different disciplines or ideas is typically where the magic happens, because in bridging these often overlooked gaps, it reframes the way we're seeing edges and more marginal areas. So they no longer look to us like barriers or wasted space, but instead as genuine opportunities to create more connection, more integration, and less segregation. In an ecosystem that's properly working, each part, piece, and process has a place within the system that makes it a healthy, sustainable, and prosperous one. So often, the fertile edges are where the most innovative ideas come in. 
And because we label these edges as quote unquote marginalized, we tend to underappreciate or even exclude them. But when we can see things from a bigger picture perspective and learn to integrate everything as a whole to completely support the ecosystem, we create a more equitable, inclusive, productive, diverse, and sustainable world, not just within our own lives, but within our communities. And the final principle within the 12 principles of permaculture is creatively using and responding to change. Because one thing that won't change is change. Change is inevitable and we cannot avoid it. But where people get stressed is that it's unpredictable. But that's where innovation, creativity, and connectedness gives us the confidence and resilience that we need to approach this change in an effective way. Because each new problem begets new solutions, which offer us new opportunities. Each crisis that arises provides us with an opportunity to relook at and redevelop the systems that we've already had, so we can create better systems if necessary, or address what wasn't going right in the systems we had. At the end of the day, shit happens. Life sucks sometimes. Problems come up. But expecting those problems and looking at them as opportunities to check in with yourself and your current systems is a lot easier than resisting those challenges and spending valuable energy, time, and effort wishing it didn't happen. So instead of getting frustrated by the inevitable change and challenge that arises in life, start praising yourself for being a badass who can approach those challenges with an open mind. And every once in a while, you'll start to realize that it wasn't change you were afraid of, it was you resisting the change, and the change part was actually kind of nice and refreshing. And that, my friend, is the end of the 12 principles that guide permaculture. And in doing my research, I found that permaculture isn't perfect. There are a lot of well-founded research arguments discussing where permaculture does tend to fall apart. But that doesn't change how beneficial I think applying these principles to our lives could really be if we can manage to see our lives through the lens of an ecosystem. Because I do like the idea of being able to work smarter and not harder. The idea that all of my systems can work together rather than feel like the competing systems that I'm constantly being bombarded with in my current life. Because right now it does feel like each piece of my life is segregated. I feel like my work, my community, my joy, my physical health, my mental health, my spiritual health are all on separate islands. And I have to physically get myself to each and every one of those islands in order to thrive. But I'm hoping for a Pangea moment where I can kind of unify all of these systems so that they can become more integrated and sustainable and fun and fruitful. If your life is a garden, Find ways to enjoy the gardening. And I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.